This week's coffee is going to be Brazil Fazenda Tapira Pulp Natural. everybody and welcome to In My Mug episode 175 on Monday the 19th of March 2012. I'm your host Stephen Layton and as I said this week we're going to be talking about a Brazilian coffee, uh, a lot that is called uh, Fazenda Tapira Pulp Natural. Um, UK exclusive for us so I'm very excited about sharing it with you. So let's get into it because I'm in a hurry today. So Fazenda Tapira is a small, very traditional farm that lies around the small town of Piata. Altitude of around about 1300 metres and he's owned by a guy called Antonio Vieira uh, who's been farming in that region all of his life. Um, he's owned uh, Tapira for around about two years um, and it is very, very, very much a family farm. Managed and run by himself, his wife and his son and daughter. Um, which is, is very cool. We like buying from family farms um, and that just makes me feel happier. Um, the farm extends over seven hectares, two of which are planted with this coffee, which is a catayi, um, which is a varietal uh, of catura, but it's a, a dwarf version of it. Um, doesn't grow very high, hence it being a dwarf. Um, was Came around about the 1950s, 60s, uh, and he's 50% of the coffee grown in Brazil. Um, widely used in other Central American countries because of its high yielding, very pest resistant uh, properties. It is a cross between Munda Novu and Yellow Katura. Um, the other reason people use it is that when the winds come, if there's not a lot of cover, which there isn't in Piata, then it doesn't blow off the tree. Um, unlike things like Bourbon that will very easily fall off the tree. Um, the main harvest for Tapira usually runs between June and August time and uh, produces around about 100 bags, that's all. So it's not a massive farm. Um, all of the cherries are picked by hand when ripe, pulped on the farm uh, and then dried on patios. Uh, there's also a natural version of this as well, so they also produce natural which we will be launching on the site this week too. Um, there's lots of pictures of the farm which I'm going to show you on the screen now um, and this farm really reminds me very much of Circa de Pedra which was a farm we had a few years back and I loved and kind of uh, what I'm going to show you now on the map bit is that they share a lot in common with where they are uh, so very very close so cue the map bit it's the map bit no expense spent it's the map bit hello and welcome to the map bit so what we're going to do now is we're going to zoom out from Hasbeen Towers. Um, for those who have asked, yes it is the new Hasbeen Towers that I zoom out from, not the old one which is just round the back of it. So we're zooming up here and we're going to fly across to across the Atlantic. Thank you to everybody who spotted my mistake last week about Africa and South America. You're meant to be nice to me. You're meant to be pleasant and polite customers that never point out my failings or faults. Um, just goes to show we don't edit these. So here we can see the country of Brazil. 
We're going to fly into the state of Bahia. Into the state of Bahia, maybe. It's on a go slow today. So the state of Bahia go goes from the uh, east coast uh, all the way in. It's a fairly big state, one of the biggest. Um, and very, very rich with coffee here. We're slowly getting there, look. So there's the state of Bahia. And then what we're going to do, we're going to zoom into the town of Piata. Now, the town of Piata is where this coffee is from. Um, it's a very well-known town in the world of coffee. Um, so Judas, which you can see on the map there also, is one of the main reasons for it being so well-known. Um, so Judas did well in Cup of Excellence a couple of years ago and really put the state of Bahia and Tiapa Diamantina, which is the uh, more specific region on the map, uh, if you will. So you can see there, not a huge town, but um, very, very, I say, very, very well known. So we're going to zoom from there, just south of the town. And on the way down, we're going to see uh, Brazil, São Judas. Again, you know, I've talked about this farm a lot, but this is really what uh, got me into this region's coffee. To the south of where you see that São Judas marker, there's uh, San Vicente, a farm that we've bought from before. There's also Capão, which is another farm, a neighbouring farm to that, which is a cup of excellence coffee that we're going to be have coming in the next couple of weeks. And then to the right, you see the Brazil Tapira. So Tapira um, is on that mountain range, a little bit north of that. If you remember a coffee called Brazil Espirito de Santo, that is just to the north of it and to the south of it. Um, is the farm which is called Cerca de Pedra, which is a coffee that we've also stocked in the past that I really loved and, and, and was sad to see go. So anyway, that is the map bit. It's the map bit. No expense spent, it's the map bit. I am loving the map bit. So, um, some numbers. Uh, the farm is called Fazenda Tapera. Um, it is a pulp natural varietal, grown at an altitude of around about 1,300 metres. Um, is a Catayi, uh, is owned by a guy called Altamir Vieira. Uh, it is from the very near to the town of Piata, uh, which uh, things like uh, Sao Judas come from, things like Spirit of the Santo of the past have come from, uh, Circuit de Pedra. Uh, there's a whole heap of farms around there that we've bought coffee from. Oh, uh, San Vicente. Um, we've also got a cup of excellence lot coming next week from uh, Capão. Uh, so lots of Lots of farms in this area. It's a very productive area of Chiapa Diamantina, which is in the state of Bahia. That's why I have my Bahia football shirt on, especially today. I thought about my wardrobe today. Um, and yeah, I, I, it's a super tasty coffee I, and I'm very, very excited to be sharing it with you as always. So time for the Wheel of Death. And the Wheel of Death this week is going to be Chemex. After all the horrible, painful ones I've had of late with sugar and milk, I think I deserve a Chemex one. So Chemex hasn't been on for a while, so I'm going to make a Chemex of this coffee. So I'm going to whack you on pause. I'm going to go make this coffee, and I'll be back with you in just a second. Okay, so I'm back. I'm going to dive straight into the espresso. So on the espresso, the aromas, it is a... You know it's Brazilian. It has some very, very typical Brazilian traits, which are good things. It smells sweet. It has a nutty edge to it. And I know that in all of these cups that comes through, but you really do smell it. Sweetness. It is just super sweet. Um, chocolate. Kind of milk chocolate. 
nutty, as in kind of walnutty kind of. It's just, just yeah. everything that is good about a pulp, uh, a pulp natural Brazil is right in there. I would normally expect it more from a bourbon, um, but I'm going to go into that a little bit more once I get to the brood. So let's dive into milk. After the lovely art of last week, this is horrendous. So. Cut through the milk. It could be a bit more. It's a little bit one-dimensional in the milk, but it's still super interesting. So time for Wheel of Death Chemex. Do you know, Chemex, I think he's what I brew on the most out of everything that we have here. I think mainly because we have the Uber. You know, the Uber really lends itself well to um, sticking the Chemex under. And um, yeah, I just kind of brew it all the time. I, I use the brew guide that we've done before um, and, and, and yeah, very much like it. So, so let's dive into mugs. Again, the aromatics of the, the sweetness is there. Now, you get chocolate, you get nuttiness. It's everything that's good about a pulp natural from, from Brazil. Uh, Brazil is exceptionally well at doing this. And as I said a few minutes ago, like I'd expect it much more from a Bourbon than a Catayi. Catayi is a very low yield, uh, very high yielding plant and not necessarily seen for its specialty. But what happens is when you get a certain amount of things like terroir, like varietal, like sunlight, like the excessive wind they have in Piata, they're very open. So having something like a Bourbon would be really, like, not, not silly because there is Bourbon in, in, in there and I've seen it. But it doesn't maximise what they've got around there. And when you can get a cup like that come from it as well, uh, well processed, well looked after, well handled, it is just a very, very simple coffee. Um, there is nothing wrong with simple coffee. We have plenty of show-off coffees for, for other times, but this is great that it's a, you know, a single estate, pulp natural from Brazil, that we can, you know, we can show you and, and share with you. And we also have the natural version as well, which will be going on the site in the next couple of days, I hope, um, which again is a, a great example of a Brazil natural, because Brazil naturals aren't that wild cup of funk that like Indonesians can be, and uh, I'm thinking in particular of um, like the Ethiopian naturals, which are crazy out in the park. And then some of the, like the Nicaraguan, um, you know, kind of strange stuff that I'm thinking Pacamara that we had last year. It's not like that crazy. It's, it, it's, it's a very traditional clean natural. So anyway, uh, wrapping up with some numbers. So the farm is called uh, Brazil Fazenda Tapira Pulp Natural. Um, it is a pulp natural process grown at an altitude of 1,300 metres above sea level, owned by Altamir Vieira uh, from the city of Piata, which is in Chiapa Diamantina, which is in the state of Mahia. Um, and I think it's an exceptional cup, so uh, I hope you enjoy it. I'm going to wrap up. Uh, very, very uh, good to see you as always. Uh, I do hope that you will be back next week. And do remember, life is too short for bad coffee.